In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season Season six six of Better Let Me Tell You. So, mi gente, today with us... We have someone that we know you've probably seen perform live, perform on Instagram, on mm-hmm. Only in Dade, mm-hmm. maybe at Publix. We don't know. Maybe, maybe in like Dubai. Maybe in Dubai. You yeah, know, at the Publix you, in Dubai, actually. Public, yeah. yeah, I mean, <laughs> Dubai Publix has the best pub sub. That is true. Yes. Yes, it is. We in have fact, a, they call it a pub dub. We have, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, there you go. You heard him already. We're here with... <laughs> with Carlos Hernandez. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Thank you. Thank, thank you guys thank so much you, for having thank you. me. And we finally made it happen because we were having some technical difficulties. Yes, yes. We, we, I was telling Ish, we never have an issue with our audio, but then, we know, tenemos un, you know, alguien en la casa, yeah, okay. you know, visiting us yeah. and, you know, se jodió todo. But this is kind of, I think, part of the course because we've been trying to get you on the show since, like, last year. I don't even know. Cuba yeah. Nostalgia. So, why would it be easy? It shouldn't be easy. I don't want it to be easy. At this point, I feel like people tell you like, oh, you know, you got to be hard to get. So like you got to play hard to get in general. Right. Even the audio is playing hard to get. So I appreciate that. All of it. All of it. (laughs) All of it. But I'm super happy to be here, guys. Thank you. Like, honestly, man, like, thank you for for stopping by. Thank you. We we love your comedy. Thank you very much. We we actually think you're funny. If not, you wouldn't be here. That's good. Um, Because God knows there's a lot of local comedians that we don't think are funny. Before we get into the conversation, I just want to say, okay, Instagram, the Instagram app, algorithm loves you because you constantly pop up uh, they do. Oh, all good. my accounts in my personal account oh, the Pedro yes. account the Pimpapoyo account my Good. father's account because I have my your dad's fa- account you, you fa- 
have my dad's account on my on my phone, and I'm like going, and it's funny because sometimes like I'm like I already saw this, I'm like oh because I'm in another account. That's funny. Like, <laughs> that's great. You know that's good. I, I'm I'm happy that it does that because sometimes I'm like I feel like the algorithm sometimes hates me, and yeah. I'm, I'm happy that at least it works for all of your accounts. So I think least, nobody's happy with the algorithm for themselves. Nobody. Yeah, nobody's yeah. happy. But then then you know you hear that and you're like yeah. at least some. We 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 cannot figure out the Instagram algorithm, which I I, I guess that's like the it's biggest part of the cack. Yeah, uh, we have we have actually right before we got here you got here ish and i were talking we have this video that we posted like i don't know a month and a half ago two months in early it's january that i took this guy afilador in Hialeah. Yeah, yeah when we posted it it, it did well and then it kind of died, it died down then it had a resurgence okay then it had another one and it's like i don't understand like those just are great one day it just pops up and people's like you know did page. you hashtag anything we hashtag a bunch of stuff but that's what it is but dude. it gets like big chunks of play so i'm thinking that it's just coming up on people's what is it the main the the, 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 the explore page yeah the, the explore page yeah probably so yeah i don't know why that is. I, I i don't know i've only had a few videos go viral and then i'm like oh it's working and then you post another one and it's like why did i get like there's no there's no rhyme or reason to it yeah dude no. i'm still trying to figure out people think i know what i'm talking about and i have no idea <laughs> that's all of us <laughs> but you you fake it very well thank and, you and, i yeah, appreciate and, it and i think see this is how i segue and i think that's because you're a very successful comedian because comedians you. have to be able to think on their feet I, that's true yeah so i i know you know you you're you're a miami boy but you I were am. born in mexico i was i was born in mexico uh, i lived there parents? for 10 years both my parents are cuban and they just they decided to move to to a place they spoke um more spanish and then they were like wait there's a place that speaks even more spanish and you can make more money and no one like steals your children and then we came here <laughs> no <laughs> connecticut so your parents connecticut. chose to move to mexico yeah well my dad was working in mexico uh my dad had moved from cuba like in the late 80s and then he had actually gone there he he started selling tobacco like with a, a friend of his in mm-hmm. mexico just to get out of cuba and find like he found a way out and then he married like a mexican woman not my mother and he had like children with her, but it was just like a marriage of like kind of just out of convenience in a sense. Okay. Um, did I screw up the audio? I feel, I don't know. No, no, this is, most sense, this is a sense. This is my dad being like, why? And then my dad, my mom, uh, came to Mexico like to visit for, for work. She was working in La Ciudad Deportiva de Cuba and she was doing something in Mexico. And both of my grandparents were like really close friends because they worked in the trains in Cuba. And then my dad's, uh, my mom's dad was like, Hey, my daughter's going to Mexico. I know your son lives there. Can she like, can he like kind of like show her around, like take care of her type of shit? Mm-hmm. Like she's never been outside of the country. Um, and my dad like was like, yeah, sure. And they met, they fell in love, and then he like left that woman basically. Like, <laughs> oh, went after her mom. yeah. And then oh, yeah, went, what a story. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And then he like married my mom and went to Cuba, like hunted her down. It's kind of creepy if you think about it, but it's, I mean, I came out of it. So, hey, thanks, dad. But, um, <laughs> not everybody, not everybody has that route that you were, you know, yeah. raised in and born and raised in Mexico yeah, to a certain extent. It's weird because in Mexico, people would think of they're like, hey, Juanito, and then like I got like in here because I like, went to school in Hialeah and I had like a Mexican accent to be like in Mexicanito so I just never fit in you know what I mean like in right. any yeah. aspect of it yeah. it's so it's, interesting you yeah. would have had an accent yeah. of course but I had a Mexican accent but it's funny because I'm listening to you and it's like you have the accent that we all have but yeah. not really 
Yeah, it's a little different. It's like the Miami accent, but with a twist. Like a, a little, little thing. Yeah, there's a What does it have? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, people I, say I have an accent, and then, like, I know I sound Miami, but I, but I, people have told me that before, too. Yeah, yeah. like, there's, yeah. A, it, it's like Miami by way of. Exactly. It's you not know? necessarily yeah. like you were born here and then you went to, like, Gando. Like, it's right. different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Miami Lakes accent, I think, is what <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Mexico by way of Miami Lakes. Uh, <laughs> basically, dude. And then I moved here when I was, like, 11. Um, and yeah, I, I've lived in Miami ever since I've moved. I've lived in like, um, Chicago and New York for like months. Just like I did like comedy intensives there when I used mm-hmm. to do improv. Um, but Miami's always been like the, yeah. the hometown. Yeah. So, I mean, you said, you know, you lived in Chicago, the New York, mm-hmm. you've done improv, which I respect so hard. Mm-hmm. Anybody oh, who does dude. improv, because it's, it's amazing. I love that art form. It sounds like something like it's easy. You agree and you go with it. It's I like, know, right? no, cause you can hit a brick wall very quickly. It's true. Have you ever taken an improv class? Either of you? No, no, but I would love to. always wanted to. Oh my God, you should. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did improv in, um, just the funny, which is like mm-hmm. right in Coral Way, 31, 19. Um, and I did that. I started doing that. Like my comedy journey kind of just started there. I was in FIU. I was studying something completely different. I studied like management information systems and like that IT. sounds so fun. It was terrifying. <laughs> I I, re- I recently quit my job like less than a year ago. Like that. Oh, wow. Job. But like now, like you know, I'm, I'm all into comedy. But I was about to graduate college, and I was like, I kind of hate what I did for four years, um, because I really just was just doing it to do it. And then I found a class. I was like, do I want to do acting? Do I want to do comedy? I don't even know where to start. And then I looked up a comedy acting class and on Google, like just a funny came up. And before that I had done one acting class at this place called, um, Miami acting studio. And I did that. And I don't even want to like talk crap, but they, they charge like $300 a month for like, just like recreating a scene of like along came Polly. And I was like, this is, I'm not, I don't think I'm getting much out of this. And it was like people that thought they deserved to be actors that are like very high and mighty, but they're like, they were just like kind of attractive, but not really. <laughs> Cause you know what I mean? So I was like, what the fuck? What am I doing here? Um, and I was 21 at the time. Yeah. 2016, 2017. Um, and I like, I had just, I was like, okay, I'm graduating college. Like I, I don't like this. What am I doing? And then I found just a funny, I took the first class and it was like, it like changed my life. Like I like I got up on stage. The first improv class. Yeah, mm-hmm. my first improv class. And that was level one. And I was just with a bunch of people that want to do this as a hobby, really. They're, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I've heard this is help this is gonna help me for public speaking. Um, which it does, of course. And I was like, nah, this is like what I kind of want to do for, like with my life. So prior to that, <laughs> prior to that, you you hadn't realized you wanted to be a comedian or oh, I did you know I, you were you, you knew you were funny or and- I knew I wanted to do some level of comedy. Like right. I, I knew like I wanted to do, um, like be an actor and do comedy. I, I honestly never thought I would do stand up because I just loved improv so much. But then I was like, Oh, I gotta make money. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. I aside just aside from whose line, no, no course, professional, improv. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A few other ones that like tour that only probably like I would know in Miami, like right. people that like just the improvisers that do it. Shout out to Joe Bill, Dave Rosowski, Stacey Smith. Uh, see, you guys don't even know what I'm talking about, but, uh, <laughs> they're great. But, um, it's, it's, yeah, I, I did that for, I did that for four years before the pandemic or three and a half years. And then the pandemic hit. And then in 2019, like March of 2019, I was like, okay, I kind of gotta do a little bit. I gotta do something. Like I've done this for three years. Like I, I started teaching improv a year, like less than a year before I joined the cast because I was so into oh, wow. it. Like I told my improv teacher the first day, um, his name was Ian. 
Ian Harris, I was like, yo, dude, the first day of class, I was like, listen, I know everybody here is like having fun and stuff, but like, I kind of like, this is what I kind of want my life to be. Um, I didn't know what that meant. Like, I just knew I wanted to be funny for a living. And he was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, dude. And then he, I kind of took it super seriously and I was, I went balls to the wall. I was like there like four times a week, every oh, wow. night. I was like, we had rehearsals, we had shows. And so yeah. that's your origin story. Yeah. I did, and then yeah. it just, you built up from there. Yeah. In 2019, uh, I took my, I jumped, it was at Taurus. Have you been to Taurus in the Grove? No. Uh, Tor, it's like a, one of the oldest bars. It's next to this place called Ariate, which like one, like a Michelin star, like, mm-hmm. it didn't, not when I started. Um, oh no, yeah, that's, uh, Ariete. Well, I know Ariete, I don't know Taurus. It's right next to it. The, oh, the okay. bar right next to it. In fact, it's owned by the same people. Um, so Taurus has like an open mic that's been around forever. That, that, that I, that's what I've been told. Um, and in 2019, my friend Albi, who I do, I, I did improv with for a while with as well. Um, he was like, dude, I'm going to like jump up and see what's up. And he did. And then like two weeks after that, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And I had written like five minutes, but like Mm -hmm. terribly, like they were not good. Like it was just like long and like elongated, like none of it made sense. Um, but I used like my improv, like skills to it. Like I was like rules of threes, like, like little things that you learn in improv that are just like comedy. Really? It's not just improv. Um, and then I was like, okay. And it went kind of okay. And I was like, oh crap. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and then ever since I just like started doing open mics and kept it going and going and going. And then like the pandemic happened and I kind of had to like figure it out. <laughs> That's funny. Cause I feel like, I mean, based on this, you've been doing this for what, maybe three years? Uh, stand up? Give or take? Uh, stand up? Technically, if you like not count the pandemic, cause I only did stand up in the pandemic, like from January to February. And then from like November to December, and then the rest was 2021, 2022. And, and, and I say that because you seem to have a, an ease with it mm-hmm. when when I've seen you, you know, what I, I have never seen you in person, but I've, what I've seen recording videos, yeah, that does not suggest to me three years. Yeah, right? it, it, it it says to me somebody who's just been kind of doing this. Like I'm just realizing now how young you are. Yeah, com- you know, comparatively speaking, and it's like you don't have that unease. You you seem very just like. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, the thing is I did improv for free for so long that like, it's still stage work and you're still just on stage performing. Like, yeah, you're performing with people, but like I treated us like I'm on stage, like stage is sacred for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to give my, my all to whatever it is I'm doing. If it's going to be jokes and then I'm going to like do crowd work, which I'm using my improv brain to do to then make callbacks to a joke that I already had. Like, and people are like, dude, that's crazy. I'm like, I'm very, I'm using very simple tactics here that make it seem crazier, but people are not doing because they're so focused on like the, the nitty gritty of the joke. And then like, the mm-hmm. little things that like kind of are important to for a whole show that I know because I didn't prefer so long and I directed shows I was in shows I, li- I literally was doing shows three times a week and I was like rehearsing wow like every week right and you were getting paid you said and you I were, wasn't getting right. paid I was, but, so it, it kind of was like just helped you, me to just be you, a professional were, on stage you were perfecting right. your, your craft uh, this, yeah of yeah. course the 10,000 yeah. hours yeah. maybe you didn't realize it but that was you were perfecting your, your craft and your skill right so one of the things that I, I, I really enjoy about you is that obviously you're very Miami you're very 305 mm-hmm. you know and something that we've talked about a lot um you know, we've had a lot of comedians on the show. Um, we, we, we were mentioning it before we started recording. We, we had back, um, I think season one or season, season two, we had a Jamil Piedra. He's from so much Love better at remembering a pair of nuts and, that than I am. That's like, great. As uh, we were saying, Dude, Jamil was like one of the people that they would always reference <clears throat> in just the funny because he started in just the funny. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But but the thing I recently with, filmed the, like a movie with the him, thing with him and Johnny crazy. Johnny hey, uh, Trap, Trap uh, from Paranuts also from is that they were going viral before going viral was a thing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember like w- we would find them on this thing called YouTube, right. and we would hook up the computer through the HDMI. I'm plugging it to show it to your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, we literally would have like viewing parties. It's like hilarious. Dude. Yeah. yeah, those guys were fucking OGs. La, la gayo. Yes, <laughs> dude, listen to this day. Whenever I walk in, if he's like making a sandwich, I'm like, ¿Qué estás haciendo? He'll be like, un sandwich. And I'm like, un mayonesa con y corriente. Like, no, mayonesa It's just, but whether, it's you know, stuck. we've, we've yeah. had them, we've had, we told you, Neri Sanz, we've had, um, uh, Orlando, uh, Orlando Leva. Leva, we had now, Love those guys, um, bro. we had yeah. recently, um, shout out to Orlando um, who just did a Tonight Show again. Yeah, That's he's, just, oh, he's wow. awesome. Mm-hmm. And Precious. we had Mario, uh, Ramil a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we like Love about him. all, you know, you guys is that you know like you and mario and and even jamil you keep it very miami and you keep it very 305 without relying on the same old stereotypes and same old tropes yeah as mario said of like la chancleta and oh, like the vulgarity yeah. well, that, that's not what mario said mario said <laughs> two other choice words what? well <laughs> what, croqueta? Like, what? no jamil was the one who said it's croqueta chancleta comedy but, it is croqueta chancleta but, but mario was like pinga boyo it is that too right yeah without well like, i can tell you there's Specific comedians are definitely definitely use yeah, it. Yeah, uh, but but you you are one of the ones that it's very three hundred five. It's very Miami, unmistakably Miami. But you don't fall to those stereotypes. So, no. is that a conscious decision you make, or does it just oh, come out sure. naturally? You know, in, in your comedy, I just like to feel like like I don't want to feel like I'm like a Miami guy doing comedy. I just want to feel like I'm a Latino that happens to be a comedian or a comedian that happens to be Latino. Uh, I'm from Miami, so obviously, like, there's like specific things that I like say that are very localized mm-hmm. but i try to make them feel like that if i go to new york like it would still be able to like be digested properly or like in austin or something like that but like I, like obviously i can make a metro rail joke in new york or miami but like in new york or austin i'm sorry but it would make but i would turn the joke of what the premise is like the concept of it and use it there and like use it in a way that it's localized for that okay. i when you're saying that i'm thinking right away about your dubai video right when you're in dubai and you're comparing it to miami right you could do that the same thing with other any cities. other thing yeah look at obviously because it's my have you seen that one the yeah. dubai video yeah and, and, and when I saw that video that you're in, I'm like, Coño, the guy made it to Dubai. How yeah, is dude. that? How is that? How was Dubai? Dude, I didn't make... People think I, like... I don't even know. People are like, how did you make it to Dubai? I literally uh, started dating uh, this girl, and she invited me to Dubai because her family just was going to Dubai. Uh, she's my girlfriend. She's incredible. Shout out to her. It's the one I met at... Uh, you met her. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's and, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, she's beautiful. Uh, we've been, like, on and off talking for, like, a year. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to Dubai. And I'm like, do you want to be my girlfriend? Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. It was like an opportunity. And I had, I like knew people there because like people, um, people that had come to watch me perform, like somebody, somehow I knew somebody that was there. So I even got to like perform at like this private gig on like a Friday night. Oh, wow. Like I couldn't even post about it because it was like some bullshit like that. Yeah. But the same um, private big gig Beyonce was in. <laughs> yeah, the same one. Dude. Yeah. I opened for Beyonce. Let's just keep that on the pod. Uh, imagine that. Dude. No, uh, yeah, it was like this like weird, it was at this, this place called the Palm and they have an actual private comedy club, but they don't even allow phones in it. Um, it's oh. very like, Dubai is such a weird city. Like they have very very weird rules. Uh, we'll talk about it in a sec. But or you can come to my show and hear them all. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, it was it was a crazy experience, and we were there for the, the. It's the longest time I've been out of the country. I was there for like twelve days, so I was like, 
I'm gonna use this 12 days to Hell yeah. make yep. content and use my girlfriend's family and but, just their money to just make some money on Instagram. But and, but congratulations. Like yeah, that's dude. a that's a big deal because yes, not everybody can find a girlfriend whose yeah. family goes to Dubai. So congratulations. Dude, use that, that bro. Yeah. So yes, like that's, listen, yeah, Mill didn't have that, more than have that. Like that's you what, have you have that's Dubai what separates over us. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called ambition. Correct. Yeah. yeah. No, but it's crazy, dude. That video I posted, it took me for I if you go to my Instagram, all the, like the last seven posts I recorded in Dubai, and like it's like I used to, and they've done so well, and I'm like I didn't even like you don't you can't even tell this in Dubai like for some of them, but like that one was like okay I think I have I have this funny idea like a guy that goes to like these places and like he it, they're beautiful like right. like obviously I'm being sarcastic right. and the funniest thing about the internet you know something goes viral when you start having people arguing in the comments you know when they like, don't get oh, it of course oh my god because they don't understand that I'm being sarcastic and they're like oh this guy's such a douche and I'm like that's exactly what I'm doing <laughs> yeah but it's but I'm also playing to the fact that I'm like there's a lot of people that do this and I even I caught myself doing it like oh this is like this and I'm like what it's such a silly concept that people just go to other places to compare it to the place they're from mm-hmm. you know and yeah. especially in Miami yeah we do that because we think we're like the best at everything right. you know and we are in, in, in a lot of ways but it's just but, like but the irony com- of it. but then it comes you know Miami it comes especially if you're Cuban from your Cuban parents of okay. course oh, everything in Cuba was better the sky was bluer right, the right, air right. was sweeter the grass was greener yeah. and the bread tasted better yeah I we mean, left because <laughs> obviously you know you couldn't eat any of those things or see those things actually going back a little bit to your origin story i didn't realize that you were on american idol oh Oh, yeah that's right okay okay tell us everything about that (laughs) i want to hear that story from beginning i've said the story seven thousand times and i always forget like it's been two years actually since that episode aired like a week ago um so i went on that was a crazy ridiculous story i went on american idol so i it was the pandemic it was October um, 2020, and I had my friend, Josh Randall, who's a producer. Uh, he was just starting as a casting uh, producer of the show, of American Idol. He's also a comedian, hilarious. He's really funny. He's a musician. He's this guy that has, like, all these, like, talents, and then, like, now he's, like, casting this show, which, like, he just got a promotion as, like, the executive casting producer. Nice. Um, I don't want to say I helped, but I hope I did. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, so he hits me up, and he's like, dude, I'm casting this show. Like, they asked me to look for, like, specific TV moments, like, things that could go viral or things that are, like, different, that are, like, out of the ordinary. Um, Is there anything you can think of? And, I, I like, we would always talk, and we, did, we even collabed in some stuff in the pandemic. So, like, he, we already had each other, like, in mind to, like, work together in some way, shape, or form. And, but he lived in LA. He had just moved to LA, like, a few months before the pandemic. Or, like, during the pandemic, he was like, okay, I'm going to move to LA. Um, I don't remember exactly the timeline, but whatever. So he tells me that and he's like, think of something. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I was like, bro, okay, give me like a week and I'll come up with something. And I was actually like, I don't even remember what I was thinking. Oh, I was doing, uh, that character, Yuri's Bell, which is a character. I started that character during my improv, like, career. I started that character in, um, in this thing we used to do at the, in uh, just a funny called Love Machine. So Love Machine was this game that was purposely used to create characters. And we would even teach it in class. Purposely used to create characters and give them, because obviously in improv, you're like kind of supposed to create characters, make them real, believable, like, you know, exactly. So, um, and I thought of this character was just a simple, the the simplest, like most Miami ass guy. Like I was just like an improv noob and it was my second, it was like my level two class. 
And I was like, I mean, I'll just do like a Miami guy, like, you know, like, or like a guy, un recién llegado, like an uncle that like, you know, those Cuban uncles that think they're like the shit, like, hey, like, all this shit, like, like very like one asshole guy, but I'll make him be like a golden retriever, like a lo- like a super lovable, like guy, yeah. like a, a lovable idiot, like Michael Scott, like he doesn't know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I had that character since like 2017. And then I like, I did like Instagram lives with it, like during the pandemic, just cause I was that bored and I would only get like 10 views. Like I didn't have anything. I had like 2000 followers at the time. Um, and I did that. And then Josh saw that and he was like, what about this? And I was like, really? And then, um, I was like, okay. And then he, we did a zoom fake audition with him, like him being one of the judges, quote unquote. Um, and then he's like, you gotta come up with three songs. What are you gonna do? And I was like, I got, this guy has to be like a huge pitbull fan, like the most basic. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, so let's just make him be like a huge pitbull fan. Even if like, you know, no, love pitbull, shout out to pit. Um, and I did, uh, fireball. I performed fireball in front of him and I did another one. What was it? It was fireball, another pitbull song. I know you want me that one. <laughs> and then I did like Mia by Bad Bunny and Drake just to throw something else in there. And so I performed that and he was like, dude, this is hilarious. Cause I was just in character. Like right. I, my improv training was to the level of like, if you're going to play a character, like you stick to your shit, like don't drop it, go all the way. Mm-hmm. Like you if, were, you say, if this is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight up. Um, and then he was like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to set up an audition so that you can be on zoom and you'll be with six of the executive producers. I'm going to put you through just through, um, like basically like, just like tell them like, Hey, you need to see this guy, like give you like a golden star type of shit so they can see you immediately and we'll see what happens. So I was in my parents' garage. I, I still was living with my parents. I think I was 25 at the time, 24, 25. Um, and I turned on my camera. It was all that, and I was in my garage and I was like, I'm going to bring my dog in the back just so like she could like be there and I'll interact with her like whenever. Cause like my dog is like a golden retriever crazy. Um, and, and I'm doing the other thing. I'm like, hey, how you doing, everybody? Hey. And I'm like ranking on these people. I'm like, hey, you look like people. This like bald guy. Like, I'm just like literally like such a mess. Like, you should never hire this person to do anything. Um, and, and I'm just like ranking on them. I'm like, oh yeah, Katy Perry, dude. I have such a crush on her. Whatever I think I like, you being so like, I was just like going on. Yeah. I just saying things that like, no, I hadn't even thought about what I was going to say. I just let improv take over. Um, and then they're like, all right, you're going to sing. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to sing Fireball by people. And I did it. And I was just doing like dances and like I started grabbing my dog. I started dancing with my dog. Um, and they were just cracking up. Like they loved it. And then, uh, they didn't think it was fake. They thought it was like a real human being. Um, because the, the only ones that knew was me and Josh. Right, yeah. right, right. And we both were like, we're going to go all the way on this, right? Cool. Right. Sick. So they put like Judy's bed Garcia. Uh, like everything was like, they, like a ro- another birthday just in case they were like figure it out. Um, that's awesome. Everything was just like legitimately fake. And they were like, okay, we're going to send you to Katy Perry, Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan. And I was like, okay, oh, oh, like, okay, perfect. I was like, no way. <laughs> oh my God. You know I'm mean? just noticing on the American Idol video that yeah. it did say Yuri oh, like, so, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I literally became famous. <laughs> Without me being famous, I then only and then like helped me like have some sort of like, you know what I mean? And I was like, why the fuck did I do this? Like, I got the chance to be on national TV as a pseudonym, and I was just like, yeah, let your improv man Susan Messing told you to stick to your shit. And I was like, dude, I could have like whatever. I, I don't regret a minute of it. No, like, no, no, it's worked out a, for you. No, it's worked out pretty well, and I've like got another shit through that. It's been fun, but um. Yeah, so I went to, and then they sent me to San Diego. That's where they were doing the auditions. And they're like, you can have one guest. We usually like bring like five if you want them in your family. 
Oh, uh, but you can only have one. And I was like, I'm not going to bring my mom. I'm not going to bring my dad. Like, they're going to fuck this whole thing up. That's true. You got to be somebody who's in on the joke. Yeah. Right? So I brought yeah. Albie, my, one of my best friends, who also does comedy with me. Um, and he co-hosts the podcast that we yeah. used to have called Dr. Bros. We might have it again. Who knows? Um, and I was like, dude, I need you to do this. Just play my manager. Like, just play like a, like, you don't even, like, just those guys that don't really talk. And he, he like looks funny. Like, and he was really like big. He was bigger at the time and he didn't care. Like, he was just in a happy relationship. He was just like really big. Like, his hair was like in a ponytail. Like, he looked like the perfect. He looked like Luke. You know what I mean? Like, Danny DeVito vibes. Like, that type of thing. But like, uh, you know? Um, so I was like, play my manager. Like, wear like a tight, like, I'll show you. You can see it somewhere in there. Uh, like, he would wear like a tight blazer that wouldn't fit him. Like, wear this on TV with like this big ass belt. It was hilarious. Um, and it was like, okay, cool. We're going. We went, we had to be there for two weeks because of COVID. Like the first four days, you couldn't do anything. We're just stuck in the hotel because that was like our quarantine time. That's right. And then we had to do everything. So we had to do like B-roll. We had to do uh, the interview part, like where they ask you all these questions. Um, and I just was like all, all in on Yuri's Bell. Like I was just like the guy. Like I was not, I, the second I stepped foot in San Diego, I was Yuri's Bell. Like Carlos didn't go there. Only in the hotel room with Albia. We were like, what the, f- how the hell are we getting away with this? Like what's going on? Um, when people would talk to us, like when the kids would talk to us, cause it's basically kids that go to these things. Like yeah, I was yeah. the oldest one and I was fucking 24, 25. Yeah. Um, and it's like these TikTok kids that were like kind of viral in the pandemic that they asked to come. And then also because they applied, cause everything was on Zoom. And ever since now, all the auditions are on Zoom. You're not going to go in person anymore, which is great. Really? Yeah. 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 It's pretty crazy. Um, like it changed the game for like all those reality, like competition shows. Cause now everybody can do it from the comfort of their home. Um, and you're getting like legit weirdos because, you know, it's people that wouldn't have, you know, so it's, it's wild. I met some really interesting people, but you know, you have like this like 18 year old that like had a dream, like, like sings beautifully and like she's on TikTok right. and her mother is like one of these like, you know, like momagers and shit. And, and then they're like, yeah, and then I'm just me with this big ass chain and like fucking big, like tight ass pants, like pecadores out here with like a open shirt. And they're like, oh, what are you singing? And she's like, oh, no, I'm singing uh, Fire to the Rain by Adele. And I'm like, oh, I'm singing Fireball my people uh, and they're like okay cool and they just have to play it off and me and i'll be like he's good at his shit too so you would just stick to it it was so hard not to break but like we just were in it like we were just like on it the whole time and then the day came it was like seven days after we got there that i had to be in front of the judges and they the, right before i got there like the main producer was like get bring the energy you got this and i was like all right so they opened the door as soon as ryan well I, and i talked to ryan seekers like we found out, oh how are you ryan like bro, like i'll even had a moment with ryan and it's, it's hilarious uh like i'll be literally was like where you get that shirt old navy like literally just random things that a cuban uncle would ask you you know what i mean like to ryan say hey where you got that nice shirt you got old navy like literally like yeah. what <laughs> Ryan was probably like fucking Miami people. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's Gucci, bitch. <laughs> it's legit. It did look like an old Navy shirt to his defense. Um, and then we went, and then I, as soon as he opened the door, Ryan was like, "All right, ready, ready, okay." And I, they opened the door. I was like, "Que hola, mi gente!" Immediately, and they were just like, <gasps> they like were turned on. Like they were like, "Oh shit!" And the judges didn't know. They know. They had no idea. They, they thought you I'm were telling you, nobody knew. There is a moment where people found out. Not people, but like the the people from American Idol found out. Um, uh, like after I'll, the fact. Well, I, I did the, I did that audition. I like, I, I was in the audition room for literally 30 to 45 minutes. Like, it's, which is on with, with the judges. Yeah. With Katy Perry and Lionel Rich. Yeah. Like, I got out of them. They're like, you're the, do you, I think you might be the person that's been there the longest with that out of anybody. Um, and I only sang one song in front of them. Like, it was just conversation and they just kept throwing me shit and I'd like, 
had answers for it immediately. But again, the improv training. Like, literally, I was just doing improv with like with Katie Perry top, and Lionel Richie. Right, right. No big deal, right? <laughs> but I was so in character that I didn't give a fuck. Like I literally like they would ask me questions and I would be like, um, yeah, I'm doing this, for, and I would just go and rant because the the fun thing about this character is that he'll go in these like random like tangents you right. know so i was just doing that with them like they'd be like oh where did you get your inspiration i was like oh well you know my grandmother was a singer in cuba you know like i love her she's great like she used to like do that i'm like she's not she's still uh, she's still alive she's not dead we're back in cuba like you know not that and like i would just go into these like like type of thoughts um and they loved it like they couldn't get enough of it and then like Katie was like, Oh, you're like a you're like a lad in Luke Bryan. I'm like, Oh, howdy, how you doing? Like I was just like really give I was like milking it, you know? Like whenever I when I said hi to Richie, I was like, Hello Like I was just like kind of fucking with him. And like to Luke I said I said howdy. Like I remember I thought of those little like it was like how they write Curb Your Enthusiasm, that they write like bullet points and the rest yeah. is just kind of filled out with improv. Um and that's how I think of like when I do like other little projects or sketches too, like I think about it like that. Um, and yeah, dude, so I got in, I did that, I did Fireball by Pitbull, I like did the whole thing that you'll, like you can see on my Instagram, it's like the third pin post, and I like, I got on my knees, like, but I even got like Luke Bryan to get up and start dancing with me, Yeah, which is like, once that happened, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a thing, but I couldn't, I I couldn't even register it, I was just like, ah, you dancing like this, not come over here, you're doing it wrong, like, I was just like on it. Um, and I had like my little Bluetooth speaker. Like everybody usually has like a piano player. Oh, that's right. They come with like the music, like, yeah. which is like Bruno Mars's piano player. And like I had to practice with him. This this is something that didn't get on TV because they didn't even record it. But like we each had an hour to rehearse with, uh, oh my god, Presley or something like that was his name. Uh, cool guy. And me and Albie both were in there, and I was sitting there as my manager, like with his belly all out, like while I'm rehearsing with him. He's playing piano, and he's just like. You didn't come here. Like, straight up, like, in front of this guy. He's like, he's not working for me, bro. <laughs> I got rid of the piano guy. And I'm not kidding, because I'll be set that. And then, like, other producers were like, yeah, just let him have a Bluetooth speaker. Like, it's going to be better. And then I just put the instrumental that I downloaded of YouTube, a firewall. And that's what the song that was playing in there, like in a Bluetooth speaker. Like I, once I finished, I was like, okay, let me turn off the battery. Let me save the battery. Like I literally said that at the end. Um, and then they talked to me forever. Can you like, imagine you would have gone to Hollywood? I did. You wait, you did go to Hollywood? That's what I was going to say. You broke the story up. <laughs> Dude, I'm in there, right? And then Luke Bryan is like, they turn around. They're like, okay, we have to decide. And Luke Bryan's like. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Doesn't say anything. He's like, yes. And I'm like, no. 
no, 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 this is not. Like, what, You're like, this went too what, far. What are you talking about? The, shut the fuck up, dude. Brian, stop playing with me. And Katie, Katie's like, oh, um, you know, I don't want to, I feel like, I don't know what to do. Like, like you're great. Like you're, I love your energy, but like, I feel like if I put you through, like no one's going to trust me. And I was like, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. And then she was like, but I'm going to have to say no. And then what I answered, like went viral for like two months after this. I was like, but why? And then, like, that became, like, a little jiff. And I, I was like, I don't know why, mama. And then I just, like, was trying to convince her. Like, that's, how, like, trying to convince fucking Katy Perry as this guy was just, like, great. And then Lionel's like, I was like, I'm definitely not going to get through. Like, Luke's just fucking around. And then Lionel goes, uh, uh, you know, I like everything you're doing. I love, I love, I love the whole thing. I think you're great for the kids. I think America's going to love this. It's a yes for me. And I was like, what? Cardos came out a little bit and I was like, ah, ah, and then, and then Luke's like, no way. Like they didn't even realize what they just did. Like they were like, oh, fuck. And they did not, they were not in on this. No, I don't know. I'm, so you legitimately got through to Hollywood. I'm, I, I yeah. Yeah. yeah they they gave me a golden like ticket. A like- not at all. I mean, I didn't know my, the guy that I know, Catholic, he's yeah. like, dude, I have no idea. Like this was not the plan. Um, so I don't know. You were just there to create like a cute little viral yeah, moment. That's and, it. Like yeah. fucking what's his name? Uh, Will like, like, Hong. Will Hong. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did the uh, she bang, she bang. Right. Uh, which that was real. That's just who that right, guy is. Like that wasn't set up. But that was the intention. Like create something uh, like of that. Course. And, you know, that right, was the, right. the the thought behind that. And then they did that, and they were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, great. You're going to Hollywood." And I was like, "Oh my god, thank you." And I was like, "Um, I said something to Katie. I, I forgot what it was. Um, something like, uh." Um, you're gonna see mama you're gonna see like something like that and then they that was in november of 2020 and then in january of 2020 no in december mid-december of 2020 i had to fly back again to go to hollywood week and this week i couldn't go with a guest it was just me so i was like bro what the fuck i'm gonna have to do this on my own like just be with my own thoughts like in this hotel room like i'm gonna f- this is some like fucking <laughs> to pick, Heath Ledger shit. i'm gonna fucking kill myself pit, like what the fuck bulls, <laughs> this is very like joaquin phoenix yeah, filming his, yeah, you know, like, the i was in my room like, like out here like rehearsing and it was like grueling because you're we had to perform in the dolby theater which is where the oscars are fucking played like and literally had to perform at the dolby theater i'm like this is how i get to the dolby theater like this is not how i thought about this would happen hey but you're there but i was there so i was like you know fuck it like it is what it is and um yeah dude for like three weeks and i even hired like a um uh what do you call it a choreographer and everything so i could have a choreography and have a whole thing and this time i did i know you want me because i was like what other song could i do that's a pitbull song that's widely recognized and i could still get away with doing it and like just like skip the the part where he says he's like gonna fuck all the girls or whatever so like not the whole yeah exactly so it was either that one or holiday inn which that one's basically i couldn't do that on national tv um or or a family show exactly (laughs) i I wish that would have been amazing can you imagine in a family friendly show and ABC and it's a which is Disney like Disney, Disney, Disney presents Disney, yeah. Yeah. you really think about it he's gonna be with the print the Disney princesses you should tour I really the should. Magic Kingdom I really should not yeah. only that I should do I should be on Disney on ice that's what I that's my goal as Judy's Bell so lo- long story short which I've made it long it's just the longest it's it's the craziest thing that's ever happened to me truly um but it was it was an incredible experience while I'm in there while I'm like doing Hollywood this week. yeah it's Hollywood week while this is happening 
I had posted a video the day before. So the day before I posted this video, that was me doing different Spanish accents on the internet. Like I posted it on TikTok and Instagram and it's me doing different Spanish accents. Like I was like in New York and this girl was like asking me, Oh, you're an actor. Can you do like accents? And then she recorded me doing these accents. Like she was like Mexico. And I was like, like I was just doing accents like Colombia, Cuba, all these accents. And then Cuba was basically you spell. I was like, Hey, go out. Like that was what that was. I posted that. It didn't pa- tra- pick up any traction on TikTok till the day after. I posted on TikTok the day after. I'm not kidding. It got like 3 million views on TikTok within like 24 hours or like 2 million views, something like that. And that is how Only and Dade found me. They picked it up. They posted the video on Instagram. Oh, this is happening while I'm in the fucking other side of the country. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is going so on? You don't really even know what's happening. I'm <laughs> freaking out. Like, I'm like, Only and Dade just posted me. Like, this is crazy. Like, I, I, I look up to this stuff. Like, Marcelo was on here. Like, he's killing it. Wait, like, I'm, right. I'm, I'm and Only a Dade thought you were Yuri. Right. Right. No, right. Only a Dade. Yuri's not wasn't a thing yet because yeah. like no one had seen you just oh, that's right. it that's hasn't right. aired yes. yet it hasn't aired yet this aired in february i recorded it in november so oh, like, that's right no one had any clue what the hell you Bell was so like that was nothing i just did this video i was like i'll put some content up i was just starting into like content creating right. i was just like a theater stage improv kid so like i didn't really do like content like like mario or these people that have done it forever so i was like i'll put, I'll put this up see what happens and i posted that and I was like, oh shit, like what's going on? But I couldn't do anything about it. Like, yeah, only in the this, yeah, give me your number. Like, like Sick. Randy sent me his number or, um, and he's like, oh, let's work. Let's do something. I like what you're doing. Um, and yeah, so I did that and I, I, I didn't know what was happening. And then I did the, I did the thing. I did, I performed in the Dolby theater. Like I was, it was like Hollywood week, you know, everything is like all fake on TV, but it's like, okay, all right. Next round of six, whatever. Like they put right. six people, they put you up. Um, at this point, I'm, I'm pretty sure they knew they were going to say no right. because of the fact this is what happened. I performed my set, my song. I, I think I crushed it. Like the song was, I was like, Oh fuck. I think I pretty much crushed this shit. Like the, cause they don't, there's no audience because of COVID. Right, right, right. So it was just the contestants. They all stood up and clapped after I finished, but oh, like, wow. they obviously thought I was funny, like, like a silly, but right. like I legitimately crushed the performance. Not even going to like fan myself, but it's true. Um, I rehearsed it forever. So you had a choreographer. I literally, so I was like, Oh, that crushed this shit. And they're like, okay, great. And everybody that was going in Hollywood week, the judges wouldn't say anything to them afterwards. They're just like, thank you. Next. For me, I perform and they're like, uh, you're as well. Come back here. Like you look Brian says, and I'm like, uh, okay. Well, what happened? Uh, and he's like, quick question. Who is Carlos Hernandez? And I was like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, who is Carlos Hernandez? And then I'm like, oh, that's, that's like, that's my birth name. Like, like my, it's, uh, you just, it's like my stage name, you know, like <laughs> Lady Gaga, it's Lady Gaga, Katy Perry, you know, and that's like her name. I'm like, like a pimple. Like pimple is not like, I'm like, that's not a real human. Like pimple is like a little dog, right? I love that you are like, you're like, no, I am going through with this. Like, Dude, I'm going to, I'm not kidding. In that second, I could have been like, yes, I'm Carlos Hernandez. I'm a comedian right. from Miami and like be, um, like, right. Which I really, could have done and maybe that would have done something more maybe in some other world i don't know um but i literally was just like dude i can be susan messing which is like a great improviser just came into my head and she's like dude stick to your shit so i just stuck to my shit i was like there is a chance of this happening i knew that that might happen but it was an off chance like they're not gonna why would they do this like why they're gonna fuck up their own shit like they're the ones who basically hired me with not no with no money but like they basically got me right. they picked you yeah. yeah yeah well josh did but you know what i mean so i was like you, you you're not dumb like you know this is probably a joke so don't like screw your own thing up so i was like all right really cool you want to play let's play so we kept going 
Um, and like they, sh- she's like, really? And then he pulls up the video, like the Spanish accent video, like on TikTok. Somehow a producer found it and like said, and they're like, oh my God, this is going to make TV, like, or oh, whatever. And then that's how they tried to get me. And they just wanted me to say that I was Carlos so bad. And I never did. Like I didn't. You never at did. At all. And I like, I was like, I was like, Lionel, mira lo que están diciendo. What are you doing, bro? What are you doing? What are they doing here? Come on. Like, I was like getting, trying to get Lionel Lionel on my side. But when you're doing American Idol, don't you have to fill out applications or some shit like that? Bro, I filled out the application as Yudis Bell Garcia. I did a COVID test as Yudis Bell Garcia. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding. That is amazing. I love this. I love this. This is fantastic. We have something in the works about this. We recorded like BTS on this. Hopefully someday we'll we'll make it come out if we like produce it properly. Um, but dude, it's wild. I literally filled out a test, a COVID test, as Judas Bell Garcia, and it came back and it was like Judas Bell Garcia negative. Like it was like great. This person doesn't exist. Like it's not a thing. There's a baseball player called Judas Bell Garcia. Which sorry that I'm now the top search instead of you, bro. But yeah, dude, it was it was wild. It was a wild experience. And then because that happened, like obviously they didn't, they didn't put me through. Right. But I don't know if they didn't find that. I don't know what might have happened. I'm gonna be honest. You're right. Legit. You could have been you, Kelly right. Clarkson. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, Lil Pump is a thing. All these people like stranger things have right yeah. that, bro. Stranger things have happened. I'm that saying. is probably one of the best stories we've ever had told on this show. It's yeah. crazy, dude. Like, I still can't believe that happened, and I like put it off as like nothing because I like want to do so much more than just this character. Right. Right. But I'm glad you told him because I knew about the American Idol thing, but I didn't know that. It had so like it had these legs, That's like, layers right, that yeah. it had this reach that like you yeah. went to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, dude. The thing is, once I stopped, once they gave me that golden ticket, I was like, "Oh, this is wild! Like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this right now? Like, what's going right. on?" And like, I, it's not like I really was a fan of American Idol. Like, I never really like. Sure, I know like the funny parts that you see on YouTube, right. like the like when they say no, and I was like, "Okay, let's do it," you know. And that thing has like a reach. Like I, ha- I made a fake account for the for the character and everything. Like it grew like four thousand followers in like a matter of like as soon as I came on the air. Wow! Because they put your Instagram on there now as well. And I was like, damn, I should have just gone as Carlos. <laughs> but I mean, what was I gonna do? Embarrass myself singing? Like you know what I mean? Like it could have been. It was. It would have been dumb. I wouldn't have done what I did if I was just. But that, that's a great flex. I were like Katy Perry. That's not your book. That's not her name. Yeah, Katie, of course it's not. Katie. I didn't even know if it was. I just said that. Like I just, right. I just came out of her, her. Her real name. No, it's, and then I, I, like, I literally was like, uh, it, it, I think it is Katie, but it's like Katie Hudson or something, yeah, something like that. Yeah, or like, it's I was not, like, I just it, it brought up stage name. Yeah. I don't even know if Luke Bryan, if that's his real name, but I brought up him and I brought up Pitbull. I was like, Pitbull is a real, come on. Pitbull's name is Armando. He's not a little dog. He's like a big, you know, he's a guy. And like, I just like said a bunch of super, like it was crazy. But then afterwards, it's a like, origin story, my friend. Like, it's, I mean, it's wild. But then afterwards, like the, they, they do like the after interview, like when they're like telling you like, Oh, like what happened or whatever. And I was like, no, nothing. And they're like, Oh, so who's Carlos? And they still try to like keep getting me to say it. And I remember that day I was, I called Josh. I was like, dude, did I fuck up? Like, should I have said I was Carlos? Like, I don't know if I did. I was like, nah, dude, like you did fine. But like, did, did that stuff air though? Nah, that stuff didn't air. I, they only put me like if I was still Yudi's well. So like, they, I, they, I did like my first episode, I had 12 minutes. Like they had given me 12 minutes of airtime in wow. an hour show, which is wild. The winner of that season only got six minutes in his audition and he was right after me, which is pretty funny. Uh, shout out to, um, oh my God, what was his name? Casey Beckham. Um, he's great. Country singer. I, I like know him as Carlos now, which is cool. Uh, <laughs> that's the cool part too. Like I, I met people that like are dope dude, like pretty dope ass people. And like now, 
I'm like, I know them as, as, as Carlos. And before I had to meet them as like this character, I was like, no, dude, like we were like the same age, like, you know, like in like 24, 25, like, right. and like, I just had to be this character. And I was like, dude, nah, don't, you don't do it. I'm like you. Like I, I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm cool. I think like, right. wow. I'm not this weirdo. I would have also been a little worried for my friend. Cause I, I, at some point, like, especially at the minute that you're like revealed, I'd yeah. be like, oh fuck, what if he gets fired? Like, right. what, if, what if he gets in trouble because yeah. he, you know, who, Josh? Who, yeah, 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 set yeah. me up for this. So, like, I can also understand you being like, I need to commit to this UD Spit thing. Because for it's sure. Like, like if, he put me in this position. I'm not going to fuck him right, over. Right. You know? Like, if I say, okay, it's me, like, the implication is also on, on your friend Josh. You know? thought of, yeah, Potentially. Of course. Yeah. If I would have gone up there and said, no, my name is Carlos Hernandez, like, I have, I don't even know what value that would bring. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> maybe it's just my name on television, right. but it would have just made it seem like, oh, so you just made us believe that to just take it away from us. Right. So but but again, nobody could have imagined that that would have gone as far as it did. Of course not. So, <laughs> and, and then, and the thing not, is, you didn't do all this to get on TV. Not at all. I so, didn't, but that's how it would have looked if you would have, of course, would have like, this is fast, fast quote, right. quote, you know, this is like a character who's been alive, like, for like freaking like what four or five years like four years really and then yeah five years now time goes very fast but yeah dude i i did it as it was just a joke honestly well everybody go check out the american idol <laughs> clip of yuri garcia yuri's bell yeah singing pitbull's greatest hits <laughs> basically did pitbull ever reach out to you uh not, well i had ironically i had worked with pitbull in a commercial for boost mobile july of 2020 like we were both worked together and like i like he like like right. you know had like his contact and shit and like i'm I'm cool with him now like we're cool uh i don't know at some point like when like i first like you know like spoke to him after that happened like i don't i'm not sure how he felt about it to be fully honest with you like there was i feel like there was something like this kid's like fucking with me type of shit and then like he like got to know me and like we're cool now but so like at some point now. i don't know yeah because we had just met like three months i went on the on the show so like it's oh, like shit. oh is he trying to fucking blame me you know what i mean like, right. like a, a chico from 305 at the end of the day so like you know that's his because i'm saying i mean a nice little like maybe content of pitbull and yuri Red would be kind of cool you know oh trust me i've tried to make it happen <laughs> yeah but he doesn't want he didn't want to do it yeah, yeah. oh but <sighs> but you know it is what it is it is what it is but now you know let's also talk about i mean obviously you know you, you do a lot with only in date i do yeah which you know as as fellow miami boys we're very familiar sure. with burning cars they have a lot of other yes, content i, I feel like since you and you know and even Marcelo joined, you know they've gotten more content other than burning cars. Yeah. So thank you, of course, no um, for that. Because <laughs> I, and we told them this when they were here. We were just like, you know, you guys are like per capita our one source for. We know where all the burning cars are. Correct. In in all of software. It's funny now. Like now we have like a thing that was like I think we posted too many today. Like it's like just like, there's just always burning cars. But yeah, it became more than honestly, dude. I've been on the page. Like I like I said, I basically got hired quote unquote like while i was in in, in this hollywood week um <laughs> because like like lenny was like reached out and he's like dude, let's look let's work together and then i got back i got back um into miami like december 16th my birthday's december 18th he was like let's like let, what do you think of doing i met with him and i was like i think we should do like on the street interviews like there's a lot <laughs> of shit that's going viral that's like on the street and we're not really doing that much of that and johnny traps actually did like a like one time he like went to flanagan's to talk to people at, about the heat like mm -hmm. there was like the i've never seen that one yeah and that was the only other thing they had done like that and i was like i feel like we could do that like just like individual interviews like f like just focus on like we'll, we'll find crazy people like I i'm sure i can <laughs> that's my and idea. i'll fuck with them like i'll i'll 
I'll make them feel like even if they're being dumb as hell, like make, I'll make them feel like you know they're the like, star, like the jaywalking yeah. Yeah, stuff, kind of right, like that. Right, right. And and I was like, with my improv shit, I feel like it would go well. So because he was like, what can you bring to the table, type of shit? Like that was like the whole energy. And I was like, I mean, I think this this is kind of it. I'm not gonna just do accents forever. Like I can't just be like Mexicans do this and Cubans do that. Which honestly, a lot of people have made a living doing that on the internet, right. and I regret not doing that either. Uh, but here's me trying to be original and do fun things. <laughs> You're but, better than that. Yeah, well, that's how I think about it. And then I see all these people that are. Like, like you know, selling out and doing all this shit. And I'm like, oh, yeah, but cool. uh, yeah, but what's what's the real longevity of that? I mean, some people yes can do it for some for people years, do it forever. But, like, there's mm-hmm. this chick that did it like, but it has, she's a, it has great. a but it has a return on investment eventually. I think so. I don't know. I don't want to. I you know, I could have done it for longer. People say I could have done that, that. I should have kept doing that, and I did it. And I did do videos with that, like. Mm-hmm. Like I replied to the TikTok uh, comments or whatever with videos, and then mm-hmm. I would post them on Instagram, and they did well. But I just felt like I was like, oh man, this is like the easiest form of like me doing this. Like I, I don't want to do it like this. Yeah, you're not a one trick pony. Uh, yeah, and then like that, and then the Yuri's belt. So it's like so many little one trick pony things that I was like, oh. And I did it for like what? As long as I my heart was happy with doing them, and right. then I just was like, you know, like comedy is my shit, and then like I, I want to do more than that. But with only in there, it was yeah. So the day of my birthday, they were like, okay, let's go on the street and and do this. And I turned like 26, like while I was interviewing like a random drunk guy in one <laughs> Not even joking. As one does. Uh, Correct. (laughs) So it was ever since then. And like, I just been doing that. And then like from, I don't even remember who the first celebrity we interviewed. I think it was like Dave Grutman that like, he like invited us to like his class in FIU. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Grutman and the group hospitality team. They've been incredible to all of us. Um, but they invited us. So Grutman does this class at FIU called Mm -hmm. like the Grutman experience or something like that. And it's like a five week or six week like class that they, he, it's like a really cool thing. Like they do it like on the rooftop and it's like, he brings all these like great entrepreneurs and like he's brought like Drake, DJ Khaled, like great people. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, the first celebrity I interviewed was like David Beckham. Oh, oh wow. which is crazy. All I asked them was, where do you like, go from there? Correct. <laughs> and I, I like played soccer when I was like in middle school until like, you know, I was too fat to, but then I kept going and, and <laughs> that's just what happens when you play soccer. Uh, but yeah, dude. So I interviewed them. It was just like three. It was a question. I was like, cause they're like, all right, he has 15 seconds. And I was like, oh, well, what's your favorite word in Spanish? I don't know what the hell I said, but that even that little video like had numbers. It was like, he was like, uh, dale. And then like he said dale with like an accent. And I was like, oh, this is great. And that's literally the clip we use. And then we started getting like requests to do like interviews with celebrities and like doing all okay. this stuff. And, and that's what we do now, like celebrity interviews once in a while. And then like on the spots and, and I, and I also try to like, you know, I help with the creative thing um creative direction of, of the page no, i mean you, I you definitely are, are you know man about town because i mean anybody who yeah. follows you on on insta sees that you know you're you're out and about and, and but mm-hmm. again it, i come back to what i was saying earlier and i think this does you know belie your your improv training mm-hmm. you have an ease with it and i yep. think that's also you know when you do these on the street things you are you're listening because you have to be listening you're not yeah. trying to get to what you want to say <laughs> you're literally trying to understand what the hell's about to happen Mm -hmm. and where can i go right not everybody can do that yeah yeah that's just like the yes ending of like improv and you have to listen and like the other person's more important than you like you gotta think like your scene partner is more important so like listen to them and my scene partner is you know the people i'm interviewing so like the drunk crazy guy the drunk crazy people and you gotta make these people feel like they're like you know like the star that you gotta like you gotta make them shine so that you can shine so like all like the most famous interviews i've done or like the ones that have gotten the most viral are where i'm just like letting them do their thing and like reacting honestly truly like it's great like there's this one interview like my favorite one i've ever done is this girl at ultra 
Um, she was, um, I don't know if you, if you remember seeing this, but Ultra's happening again this week. I can't wait to get something like that. Like in two weeks or whatever, I can't wait to get something like that. Cause this interview, dude, like I, I had such a good time editing that. Cause like it was just one, um, it was this girl. She started the interview, interview without me even asking her anything. She just looked for me and she's like, I want to do an interview. And I like was trying to avoid her. Cause like you kind of avoid those mm-hmm. stuff because they're just trying to be like hammy and shit. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. And she was like, Hola, yo soy Amanda, mommy. I know you're not proud of me being on Only in Day, but mommy, I made like it was just like from there. And dude, I'm, she did not stop talking, and everybody just kept interrupting. Like random people, like a guy selling like coke, a guy <laughs> over here like high as hell that he just you couldn't understand. He was like from Russia, and he was like like just dumb. it was so it was like it was just ah thing we got this is so good right now like just random things some guy who's like my Instagram you guys want to follow me I took pictures like randomly comes to the mic yeah. and says that while this girl at the end of the day is like is like and mom just so you know I'm gay I had to tell you and I, like she came out on only a date on only with a, you like came out like it's the first time her mom found out that she was a lesbian in between all these other things the, in between like the madness going on around Ultra closing up that day and I was just reacting honestly and asking little things and like, making little funny remarks and I was like, oh man, this is like gold. Like, it's like, and it was like, oh, you guys are just copying Talk or whatever. Talk is like this page on, on uh, from New York that does it. But it's like, that's just the best type of thing. And it was just all in basically one take. Like, I think that video was like two minutes when I recorded it and I chopped it down to one minute and everything was just perfect. That's like one of my favorite, like whenever just like seeing the reality of what people are. That's how I, that's how I treat those interviews. Not just like questions like, oh, how big is your day? Or what people, right. well, how many people have you slept with? Like, which is like super but you know what, silly. Though, I think point. that one of the reasons why that type of content is so popular right. is because it's sort of refreshing and it's the opposite of most of the other contact that's uh, content that's in social media. Yeah. That's so curated and all these like, you know, Instagram models that everything is so like curated and perfect and the lighting and the this, that yeah, it's not filtered. real. It's not, it's not it like they live a filtered life. So Literally. the fact that you have these, like, like these messes and you're kind of like taking people along for the ride. Yeah. Which is in essence, it's what only a day does, right? Correct. They in show sense, the yeah. chaos of Miami. Yeah. That's why I think it's been so popular because it's sort of like the antithesis of, all this other crap that you see on Instagram that we all know is fake, but we fall for it. You know? yeah. yeah, it's just, you know, you're part of the Matrix. Yeah, yeah you're part of the Matrix. <laughs> Pretty much, it is what it is. But what is not fake is your stand-up, and you have a show coming up on the 15th of March. I do. Right? I'm I'm, uh, I'm handling the improv March 15th. VIP tickets are sold out. I think there's like about 30-something tickets left, left I checked. Oh, wow. Yeah, last time we sold out. One show or? It's one show. I'm yeah. doing one show. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to do like two or a weekend, like <laughs> By the end of the year, I'm gonna like I'm going to a lot of places like all over the country like the next few months. So hopefully build some more shit there. Um, but yeah, this time it's only that Wednesday. I'm recording it. I don't know what I'm gonna do with the footage. Maybe I'll sell it. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll see. I don't know what I'll do with it. But I'm recording it like professionally. Um, and it'll be great to to have anybody come. It's fun. It's the first time I'm doing it as a headlining show. I usually do my show as a talk show just because like I didn't. I wasn't as confident in my stand up. Like when they offered me a, a night at the Improv, like I had just done like the. It was like July. 2021 when i first did it right um and i was like how do i manage to put like all the shit that i do in one show and i was like mm-hmm. i can just do it like as a talk show and like my my monologue 10 15 minutes will be just me doing like some stand-up and then i'll have my friends guest and like albie who like was is my co-host like as that like andy richter to conan o'brien type of vibe right i have a band on stage so i have like three different guests i have a musical guest yuri spell performs with the musical guest at the end. so it's, it's an experience but like 
it's it's really grueling to put together and it costs a lot of money to do as well imagine um so i was like this time i just want to like i have an hour that i'm confident about i have like new material about like going to dubai like you know like there's a lot of cool still stuff that's happened in my life that i'm like i have legitimate good jokes about that have been working well and i'm like i can just put this in an hour um and the hour is called best thing that ever happened to you and you'll see why there's like a callback joke through through the hour that that makes sense with that it's fun it's like i'm really proud of it so i'm excited i'm gonna obviously have like friends that are opening up for me March 15th. 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 It's a Wednesday. Unfortunately, Wednesday. We have trivia that night. Wow. Oh, yes. man. Can we reschedule trivia? I think I would, ra- I would rather do this. I mean, I, I'd rather I'm, sure, do this I'm sure we can figure something out. Yeah. I, will, I will let you know. Okay. Um, let me know. I, I, will, I will let you know. I'm sure we let can me know. push I'll it back to another Wednesday or something. Yeah. Yes. I, I re- it's on the record. <laughs> I'd rather do this. Okay. Good. Good. Come out. It's going to be a fun Not time. that we wouldn't ra- want to do we trivia. We the trivia. We love the trivia. We love Beat culture, <laughs> we're, we're like, yeah, no, but it, no. it's, it's a beat culture, right? Yeah, beat culture. We do a trivia. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah dude. I've done. I think I've done like a comedy show there one or two times. Yeah, they do yeah. a bunch. Of, they do comedy. They do music. Yeah, they're they, awesome. They, they've they, been really, really good to us. They're Alan, great. Yeah. That's why. That's why I'm like, you know, we we love doing trivia because they've been very good to us. <laughs> no, they're great. They're great. It's it's crazy how like all these like. Um, breweries. It's a brewery, right? Beat yeah, culture. Yeah. Like, have like started to be like stand up. Like, you know, they 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 become performance spaces. It's yeah. it's awesome, dude. Yeah. Like, we when I first started stand up, like in 2019, there was like maybe like five places you could perform at, and this was only like three, four years ago. And now yeah. it's like the boom in Miami. I'm like super proud of it, and like what we're like building. Like other another comedian is like Brittany Brave, which is like a great comedian. I don't know if you know about her. She's no. awesome. Oh, yeah, you should have her on. She's really funny. One of my really good friends. Uh, great comics in Miami that are like just working and like trying to put a name to the city. Mm-hmm. Um, or like Marcelo, like now in SNL, like which is like a national stage or like something like that. Or like just any, but Luis Diaz, who's also, he's also a great comedian as well. Like we're trying to put on for the city and also like keep on making it big and like national scale. Um, and it's just awesome that like these places are When he are comes out on weekend him. update, it, it, oh, Marcelo? Yeah, oh, yeah. he's crushes dude. awesome awesome there's a it. little bit of pride that yeah. comes like when, when i see him there and it's yeah, like man. you know what that's quote unquote one of us you that's, know it's and, just like a great feeling and like yeah. the fact that no one's like ever truly spoke great spanish and like that type of show you know what i mean like when there's like all oh, the four like the other Hispanic he did with Pedro Pascal. that's what i'm saying he literally spoke mostly spanish that skit was he, like 80 percent spanish yeah and he helped write he i think he like wrote that with pedro and like two other writers when i spoke to him he told me that Oh, wow. it's, it's wild. It's like yeah. wild. Like the fact that like he's, he doesn't even realize like you talk, like I, I, you know, like I still hang, like he's my boy, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, so like we hang out or whatever. And like, I don't think he, which is the really good, a good thing about him. He doesn't like let that shit get to him. Like he'll just like, he's just like about the work. He's only like 25 and it's like, man, it's amazing. Like what that generation of like when, when that was born like in 97, just like three years after me, like, they're so great, like their focus level. I'm mm-hmm. like, how do you not have more ADHD? And like, how is this working out? Because they were all raised on Redland. Like, I don't, yeah, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, and I have a lot of friends that are like just killing it at that. Like my friend Gio Rosado, he's like a guy that has like a pot. He like has like a hundred thousand followers on Instagram. He just interviews like, like basically like reggaeton artists and stuff. And like, he's crushing just all these people that are like of that generation um that like they crush it and it, it's great to watch you know yeah I mean? well i gotta say it is great to watch you thank you very much appreciate it you are crushing it thank you 110 percent. like again like i said earlier we don't just invite anybody on the show oh um, thank you we actually have to like you because yeah. oh good <laughs> yeah because we're, we're selective that way we're, we're selective <laughs> it, 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 it's yeah. like i, I I've, I've always said this in off off camera but it's one of those things where it's like you know 
I could probably, if we really wanted to, get like one of those like Real Housewives of Miami. I feel like you can. Have you gotten one? No, because I don't like those shows. Ah. So it's one of those things where it's like, I'm sure we know somebody who knows somebody, but you I don't know watch school. But I don't watch a show. I don't get it, so uh, I wouldn't invite them on. Okay. But you, okay, I got you. I appreciate you know, that. You know what I mean? It, it's that thing of like, we're not just trying to have people on to say like, oh, we've got we got this on. one. No, right. this is great. I it's, mean, we're literally in a children's playground right. that's filled with BTS albums. So I've, yeah. I don't think that's what you're looking we're, for. We're, 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 good. we're good. No, we're, we're fine. No, I'm, I'm super. And if you, do, I was going to say there is this housewife that I do know that came to a show and she's actually super cool people. Her name's Alexia. She's like a housewife of Miami. That's someone that I would recommend if you had a housewife. Again, I'm just a lovely person, but it's one of those things where it's like, because I don't, I don't watch the shows. We like to bring bring people that we're fans of. Right. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I I don't know what I'd talk to this person about. Right. You know what I mean? I I wouldn't have you have a conversation. Right. Because like the whole point of our podcast is that it's like conversations, like shooting the shit, you know, it's very informal. So, you know, we've had people on the show that like we're big, big fans of. I mean, I, I always say like one of my dream guests was Gina Torres. She's uh she did suits on USA oh, with Meghan Markle yeah, and that yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. She's now on Lone Star. Nine oh one Lone Star. Nine oh one Lone Star. She's like really big in the sci fi world. And nice. like she, we, does she live in LA or she lives here? She lives in LA. Oh, okay. Um and she's she's Cuban. And when we oh brought Oh my god, I, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, 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 yeah when I we brought her on the Instagram. show, I was like, Okay, I gotta keep it professional because like I was like totally like fanboy. Uh, yeah, like big yeah. time around her. Uh because we bring people we like to bring people here that we're fans of that we like their work that we like them yeah. um to have a good vibe because if not then you know that's that is not the that's just not the point of the show you know yeah no 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 that's great i, yeah. I love that it's it's good i mean you guys have a it's cool man like yeah. it's very it feels very chill like we're just chilling yeah and now, now that you need it because you you know you you have your own you know audience but we have a platform and we have you know, an audience so we always like to make sure that they know you know what's out there you know we have we have listeners in like cambodia what? And yes, and like Australia, and for real, yes, yeah. but like, and they're and they're not like originally from Miami. It, a lot of them are from Miami that they moved around the you know the, country, the, the world. world. Um, that they let us know. I I, I don't know if all That's of them awesome. are. I don't know but if our yeah. listeners in Russia yeah. are originally and, and from then, here. And then the thing is that when yeah. we were, when we would get these analytics of like these countries around the world, I'm like, oh, that was a mistake. That was like, yeah. oh, somebody in Cambodia oh, that one. came across our podcast. Yeah. No, but it's consistent. So really? I'm like, okay, people really are listening. That's wild in Cambodia. That's my dream for people exactly. to hear me in Cambodia. I like what I'm saying. And just well, like, now yeah. you can tour in Cambodia. Yeah. That'll be great. After so if anybody in Cambodia is listening, um, <laughs> what language do they speak? Cambodian? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if I offended you, I'm sorry. But I would love to go to your... It's a country, right? Yes. Yeah, to your country. So yes. thank you guys <laughs> for opening up my... my that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, that was dude. the only reason we brought you on. Is thank to help you. you get that thank Cambodian you. Yeah, I really need that Cambodian. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for hanging on with the technical difficulties we had. Yes. Hopefully this interview dude, gets I hope recorded. This, I hope, I hope <laughs> it's recorded. We won't. Like it's, it's recording. We'll see how it sounds. That, yeah, that's, well, a, that's a whole other thing. If Cambodian listener, if you're listening, let us know how it sounds. And then we'll know. Right. But okay, man, again, thank you so much. You know, listeners, you can catch him on only in, uh, on his Instagram, which is C A H R L O S. You can. I'm, I'm I'm posting a lot of stuff on YouTube, which is at Carlos Hernandez Live, mm-hmm. um, and on TikTok is C A H R L O L. The Carlos was taken. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it's Carlos on Instagram mostly. Yeah. That's what I use. My, and my main platform. March fifteenth. March fifteenth. Come to the show. If you, I'm here in your podcast. I'm gonna give you guys a little discount code if you guys 
uh, put the code C-A-H-R-L-O-S, which is Carlos, C-A-H-R-L-O-S. You get a 20% discount on the tickets, and then you can uh, get in there. I mean, hello, yeah. great comedy. Get in there. It's a fun time. You, you, it's can't, fun. you can't turn it down. On a yeah. Wednesday, it's spring break. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, is it? Oh, no, no, no. Come on, dude. Let's go. Why would you uh, want to be in the, in the beach or any of these places? Come over here. Have some fun with us. Air conditioning. And there's air conditioning. Yes. Yeah. Air conditioning. Yeah. Hopefully. What yeah. more can you ask for? Yeah. With serial technical issues, which is crazy. Wait till we get Oh, yeah. Wait till we get there. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, man. Well, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you so you. much, bro. Thank you, guys, man. See you at the show. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 